the question of what what harm does it do if if scientists don't communicate I think is, you know, this is a really important question. These are the conversations happening inside healthcare that are going to transform healthcare. The Healthcare Insider is on the scope. Valerie Lanskafro is the improvisation coordinator at the Alan Alda Center for Communicating Science at Stony Brook University School of Journalism. The first question, what are some of the common problems that doctors and scientists have when it comes to communicating what it is they do? That scientists... Um, often don't make adjustments for, for the audience that they're talking to. They have so much information in their heads, and the focus is just getting that information out in a factual way, in an accurate way. That's important. We don't want to dumb down science. We don't want to make it um, something other than what it is. But every audience is different and needs to hear that information in a way that makes sense to them. It has to be a two-way street. Yeah. And, and a lot of times communication is, Alan Alda calls this lecture mode, when, when the scientist is so concerned about just getting it out there that, that they're, you know, they're stating everything that they know with no regard to the other. And what we're trying to do is get scientists out of lecture mode and into conversation. And that's, mm. that's a process that is learned through improv and through playing these games. The other thing that we're kind of leaving out that is, is hugely important to us is getting the scientists connected and engaged with the thing that they think is important. Everything about science is distancing the self so that your emotional being doesn't influence the data. I mean, we don't want that to happen in science. But what we need to get back to in the way that we're communicating science is who that human being is that's going through that journey. So really it's a kind of a cultural thing. The culture of science is that, that you remove yourself and you give the facts and figures and you don't really put yourself into it. And you're, you're suggesting that maybe scientists should a little bit. I, I'm saying that when they communicate, it's a different thing than when they're doing research. Mm, okay. It seems to me, uh, I mentioned story a little bit earlier. It seems to me that uh, when I interview scientists, they forget about that that journey, and, and that's something that everybody loves to hear. You know, here's the obstacle. Here I am, and this was the thing I was trying to accomplish. But, man, I yeah. ran into this obstacle. But here's how I overcame it. And then there was this right. other obstacle. Yeah, there's nothing more exciting. I mean, the, the stories that these scientists have that they keep, you know, <laughs> this, you know, this is what we need to be led into. And there are different stories for different audiences that would make sense and resonate. Do you have any final thoughts or is there anything that I forgot or anything that you just feel compelled to say? The, the question of what what harm does it do if if scientists don't communicate, I think is, you know, this is a really important question. We have such profound misunderstanding of science and, and so much on the Internet that is is just not factual. And it's, it's dangerous, I think, because um, we're being led to believe um, misinformation because there are passionate voices behind that misinformation. The issue of vaccinations. I was know. just thinking that. How did you know? <laughs> there's, a, there's an example, and, and there were so many. I was raising my son. I had just had my son when this whole vaccine scare was kind of coming to the forefront of the public eye. And there was a lot of fear. And I had many mothers talking to me about don't vaccinate your kids and, um, you know, showing me videos and um, all of these other things. And it's, it's a very scary 
idea. And I went to my doctor and I talked to the doctor and, and I did vaccinate my kids, but, but there were many who didn't. And, you know, we have so many examples of that in, in health and in, you know, global warming. I mean, you name it, we have, we have example after example of the public hearing from sources who really don't know. And, and that are, and that are uh, uh, outstanding communicators. I mean, actresses exactly. and people that really know how to muster up that emotion. And then we as a scientific community kind of respond in our very removed sort of way. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And, and when faced with passion, um, with no, no facts or all the facts with no passion, we're always going to side with passion. Yeah. It's just who we are as social beings. And, and so it's really important for, the people who know to step up to the plate and, you know, get these skills together so we can hear the information correctly. So they can be the passionate communicators of truth and fact. Exactly. Because the reality is the thing that I've come to, to learn in the last five years of working with scientists. I worked with probably a thousand scientists in the last five years. They are passionate people. They are. You're so right. This is a really, really engaged um charged passionate group of of human beings and and if they could just bring all of that to the microphone we could change the world i think be a part of the conversation that transforms healthcare. leave a comment and tell us what you're thinking the healthcare insider is a production of the scope radio.com university of utah health sciences radio